0: Good morning, sitting here today with Mike Arnold of the Mike Arnold Agency. We're gonna uh, have a 15, 20 minute chat about how he came to be in the insurance business. So uh, good morning, Mike. Good morning. We're gonna make this pretty straightforward and we're gonna start early. Where'd you grow
1: up? Grew up in Hampton, Virginia, nestled on the Chesapeake Bay. What'd your parents do for work? Uh, My dad spent just yeah his whole adult life in one form or fashion working for the government he retired from the united states air force as a master sergeant and then went to work um civil service for the department of defense uh, specifically for the navy he was uh, in computers and i can remember as a kid um, having christmas wreaths made out of the uh Boy, younger folks aren't just gonna, I hope they can visualize this. The computer cards, it was actually, they were about, I don't know, two inches by five inches, something like that. And all the code was on the cards.
0: The old punch cards?
1: The old punch cards, yeah. We thought that was pretty neat. Um, And then, you know, at the end of his career, he was a a systems analyst manager for uh, government civil service for the the Navy. Mom, mom did different jobs but mostly was a homemaker um she worked in a in a factory a little bit when they were um trying to uh forward themselves and she's very proud of that she had limited education as a child and a uh, very hard worker any brothers and sisters i have one older brother he's six years older than me what's he doing he's uh retired he's uh, similar to my dad, but just took it to um, further limits he 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 retired from the United States Coast Guard as a commander was a commissioned officer uh, afterwards he uh, didn't go to work for the government directly but he 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 worked for several uh, companies that did a lot of multimedia training and different things for, um, the government and foreign governments also, uh, very respected and highly regarded in this field. Any strife growing up between the two of you? Oh, normal brother stuff. We were six years apart, which is a, that's a pretty tough spread. Um, I was a bit of a pest. <laughs> a younger brother always wanted to tag along. Uh, we fought a lot, um if you can fight somebody that's six years older than you and outweighs you 50 pounds of muscle, but just normal, um, growing up stuff. But, um, relationship, it, it's, it's actually, uh, it was pretty cool because when my brother went away to college to the academy, um, we both graduated high school when we were 17. So I was 11, but our relationship changed. He, he, uh, you know, he always, looked out after me in different ways and that just got stronger as the years went by. Tell me about your family. Are you married? I am married. I've been married uh, coming up on 36 years now to my wife, Margaret. We have five children. Uh, She grew up in Hampton also. Um, I met her. My late father-in-law would just love telling the story. He told it a thousand times. used to make me cringe and... Now I miss hearing it. Um, I met my wife by playing baseball for my father-in-law when I was 13 years old, uh, Phoebus Pony League. And uh, Coach George Bachman, huge impact on my life. But um, by playing on his team, then I, I got to meet his daughter. We went to different schools, but that's how we met. So at 17,
0: uh, you said your brother left and, uh, and then you said you also left at 17. What'd you do at 17?
1: Right. Well, my brother, um, a little bit smarter than I was, he, uh, he obtained admission to West Point, the Naval Academy, as well as the Coast Guard Academy, a variety of scholarships. He could have gone to school anywhere he wanted. He was very, very smart, applied himself, was a heck of an athlete, um, I did not exercise that uh, natural intellect. A <laughs> uh, bit of a lazy student in high school. Um, so the knucklehead in me, I enlisted in the Marine Corps when I was 17.
0: How long were you in the Marines?
1: I was in the uh, reserves for six years. I did about a year of active duty. And uh, it had a huge impact on my life. It, made, um, it, it did a lot of growing up. It was, it was really good for me. What would
0: you feel of expertise?
1: I uh, was a T-58 GE-16 engine mechanic, which went in the CH-46 helicopter. And then I got on flight skins and um, ultimately became a crew chief on a CH-46 helicopter. Ironically, or interestingly, not ironically, uh, an aircraft that I actually turn wrenches on is now in the Smithsonian. That's when you know you're old. When <laughs> the equipment you worked on, I flew on that helicopter. It's uh, it's in the uh, Smithsonian. Did you want to be in avionics and things like
0: that when you were young, or five or just as a?
1: I was always. My dad was in the Air Force. He retired when I was about six years old, so I didn't have the you know, while my dad did over 20 years in the Air Force, I didn't move around from base to base to base like a lot of uh, dependents. I was born in Colorado, and when my dad returned from Vietnam in 1968, he was then stationed, transferred and stationed at Langley Air Force Base in Hampton, where he retired. So I grew up next to Langley Air Force Base. And, uh, you know, I used to just ride my bike out to Langley and just sit at the end of the runway um, and watch jets take off and land. So I was always interested in aviation in one form or fashion, Um, just everything, you know, how airplanes fly. And uh, so, yeah, I I was always interested in aviation. Still am, Um, someday I think, you know, if I get all my other stuff taken care of, I'd still like to get my private pilot's license.
0: Well, let's sell some insurance on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, when everything else is done, all our kids
1: are raised. So,
0: yeah. Well, let's switch just a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about what your your current hobbies are. What, what do you enjoy doing? I
1: like to do a lot of different things. Um, to a fault, if I dedicated myself to one activity, I'd probably be better at it. But then it's more like work, so. Uh, I, I I've always enjoy, enjoyed golfing. It's something that my late father-in-law introduced me to um, and played more and more and uh, I got to the point one time I was had an index of about 12 um, which is, I guess you know pretty good for mediocre golfers. Um, I also enjoy uh, shooting. Um, that came from my experience in the Marine Corps. It's just something I took to naturally. Uh, whether it's pistol shooting, rifle shooting, and then I was introduced uh, to sporting clays. I've always enjoyed that, for people that don't know what that is. um, They've probably heard of skeet, um, you know, the little clay frisbees. Well, sporting clays, it's kind of like playing golf. You take a walk through the woods and you go up to a shooting station and there's different different, uh, shots each time. And that's I, I like that, and I and I enjoy fishing. One of um, I really you know grew up in Hampton, which is right on the Chesapeake Bay, the peninsula Hampton, Newport News, and I enjoy being on the water. Um, it's just very relaxing. Um, I've always enjoyed that. I uh, earlier in my career, you know, I would frequently go down to the Outer Banks with colleagues and and friends and uh, go deep sea fishing out of Oregon Inlet. Still enjoy doing that, but. Uh, now my favorite hobby is uh, when the kids all graduated from college and I had some personal health issues that we overcame, um, I said, yeah, let's have a little fun. So I, I got a fishing boat that I take down frequently to the bay and when the weather's right, we go offshore and I really enjoy that. Um, and here as of late, we uh, just got a little farm that we're bringing to life and uh I'm learning a lot about trees and I got a sawmill which kind of incorporates some of my machining background um, when I was a machinist after the Marines. Um, So I'm I'm learning how to cut up, uh, saw up uh, trees into into lumber, which is a lot of fun. Well, the Rolling Rolling Stone gathers no moss and you
0: are definitely active, for sure. I I get bored with
1: just one thing, that's
0: for sure. (laughs) Uh, If you won, Powerball for $400 million. What would you do with the money?
1: Wow. What would you do with your life? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I think we all fantasize about that. I really enjoy what I do. I, I don't think I would just walk away. Um, I do enjoy helping people. I, I, I thrive on the relationships. I, that's what I like about this business. I tell people all the time I'm I'm really not in the insurance business I'm in the relationship business and and that's just fun meeting people so I don't, I don't I wouldn't want to give that up I might not work quite as hard um but uh and and my wife and I we we you know we enjoy traveling probably do more of that but we're, we've been very blessed um our children now grandchildren I want to make sure you know there was opportunity for them but I I think it would be an opportunity. I'd I'd like to make some impact in in my local community. Things that that I've worked on in different volunteer aspects, in different associations and groups I've been involved in in the past, and uh, that's always driven the amount of work you can do by how much money you could raise. So I've, I w- I would like to uh, make an impact locally if I could do that, but. Yeah, I would, I, you know, I might get a bigger boat, <laughs> something that's got air conditioning on it, but uh, as of right now, it's, a, it's an open boat, it's a center console, so I, yeah, I might have to go to the next step. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so with
0: all the technical stuff that you've done, I'm sure you do a bunch of technical reading, but uh, what, what, books, what book or books are you currently reading? Well, um, or is it just on the sawmill?
1: No, no, there's, there's, I've actually been reading a lot about trees and, and, uh, homesteading and, um, farming without using pesticides and diesel fuel, you know, trying to use, uh, nature and animals to actually build the earth. Um, so that's of interest. I, I've always liked, um, action thrillers. Um, I, I was a big fan of Tom Clancy. I've, I've read... All of those novels several times. Um, interestingly, I was raised Catholic, um, and recently I I had some like a lot of us in that in were raised Catholic. You know, issues that had arisen in the church caused me great discomfort. Um, but I've I've been doing a lot of reading uh, on Catholicism and trying to reconcile that. So that's uh, yeah, I've been. Doing a lot of that reading, too. Speaking of
0: Catholicism, we've got one kind of fun question, and uh, it goes, if you could give the
1: President one book, what would it be? Mmm. I really don't know if I want to answer this. Uh, If I could give the President one book, what would it be? it would, I I don't have a book title at the, at my fingertips, but it would have to do something with um, something my mentor told me that I think about on a daily basis. And that is uh, a book on relationships and that relationships are built on trust. And if you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship personal or professional. So it would be something in that vein I don't think that's unique to our current president. I think that's pretty much anybody um, in the House or Senate that's been there more than uh, four or five years. I, I I think they lose touch with uh, the Americans out here. that are trying to make their way. Well, I appreciate that. You actually you went into the, my next
0: field of questions, which is about the business. So we're going to talk briefly about your mentor. But first, I just want to ask how how did you get into business? How did you get into insurance is it what you wanted to do
1: after being a machinist um so i had a lot of technical stuff as a young man i i mentioned you know i was a uh, jet mechanic they're turbo shaft engines but it's a jet engine and a helicopter um and then i went through the apprentice school of newpreneur shipbuilding as a machinist you know obviously that was very um, tight tolerances learning how to do all those things and then i uh was upset with my paycheck and what I could provide for my family. So I started going to school at night, uh, chipping away at, at getting my degree. And, uh, it, it was interesting because I, more and more I got into it, the less and less the technical stuff motivated me. And it was more about the interpersonal relationships. Um, and then when I was getting ready to graduate, it took me about 10 years going part time. But, um, I, I wanted to be in business for myself. i had had the, the corporate rug pulled out for me a couple of times and I didn't like that. And I wanted to be responsible for my future. So I just started looking at different businesses. What could I go into with a, with a family and young children? I, I didn't want to certainly uh, start a machine shop, even though I had the training to do it, that it was just so prohibitively expensive. Uh, you know, I'd have been signing up for a million dollars in debt right out of the gate. And I looked at everything from porta potty rental franchises to an animal crematorium. I yeah, I just looked at different things. And a friend of mine uh, at the time, just an acquaintance, our kids both played on the same softball team, asked me if I'd ever thought about insurance because he knew my personality and whatnot. And and I started looking into it. And it's a product everybody's got to have if you own a home or you have a car. And and it's about relationships and it's about communicating with people. And the more I learned about it, the more I liked it. And that's kind of what led me to this industry. It didn't require a whole lot of money. You didn't have to buy a big horizontal boring mill or something like that to get started. And, uh, I'm really glad I did it. Cause I've, I've really enjoyed this career thus far.
0: So you've mentioned your mentor several times, uh, and his teachings regarding the relationship side of the business. What other, Factors has the mentor really instilled on you that have come through in the business in all these years? Because it's been twenty years you've been in the business.
1: It has, yeah. Um, well, I've had several people that have 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 been mentors to me, but the, the one individual that really had a profound impact because he was there in the beginning, and he asked me. Uh, I had just opened up the agency. I'd been in a different in a, in a training program for about three and a half years, four years, and I had opened up an agency, and I was working really long hours, and, uh, you know, new business owners will appreciate this. I was worried about making payroll and tax payments and advertising budgets and all this other stuff, and he called on me and could see it all. I mean, it's just normal stuff that a new business owner goes through, and he asked me what business I was in, and I told him I was in the insurance business, and snapped off, you know, I got these licenses and can do this and that, and the other, and was expecting an attaboy from him, and he just smiled at me. And that's, you know, something I've held on to, and I've already talked about it today. He said, we're in the relationship business, and relationships are built on trust. And you've got to earn trust, personal or professional relationships. And all you got to do is go out there and earn their trust. And that's, it just stuck. It was, just some really strong glue. And that's how I've uh, tried to uh, grow my business and and be that person that people trusted when they needed advice. Sometimes we gotta tell them bad news, but that's built on trust also. And uh, so that that was just a a big impact on me and that's been a compass heading for me the whole time.
0: Talk to me about a time where you failed to achieve a goal and what changes you had to make to obtain that goal
1: ultimately? Um, There's so many times I've failed to meet a goal. That's, I think people that are successful and however you wanna measure that, um, that's one of the ways they become successful is that they've made a lot of mistakes and I certainly have. And you learn from them what to do, what not to do. Um, Sometimes it requires a big course correction. But making mistakes is so important. Uh, It's just, it's a cornerstone of growth, is to learn from them. And if you don't learn from them, you keep repeating the same mistake, then yeah, that's a real issue. But um, there's so many mistakes I've made, you know, marketing and business and decisions. And sometimes it hit my pocket pretty big, but, you know, you learn from them, and that's that's that just helps you see the future and, and obstacles that you wouldn't have seen before. You have that experience. Well, it seems like you've definitely enjoyed your career. Do you
0: do you see that there would be anything that you would have corrected or changed in this path?
1: Um, anything I would have changed? You know, there there was certainly some huge mistakes I made, but that at the same time is what makes me who I am today and so they if you learn from them they're it's it's as important and valuable as any class you'll ever take um so no I mean you know going back and changing things I, I'm I'm a firm believer that we are all an accumulation of the roads we've traveled um I'd love to tell you I came up with that little gem uh I did not but I don't know who where I first read it but it struck me, and that is so true uh, in our personal lives, our professional lives. Um, you know, we are who we are because of what we've walked through, good or bad. Good and bad, not or. So, no, I don't think i change anything. I, I, I enjoy my life. I enjoy the people I work with. Um, my family's all doing well. My, our, our children are grown. We now have grandchild, killed, grandchildren showing up, which is just... It's, it's bitter. It's so sweet and really enjoy it. So no, I don't think i change anything.
0: Last question. We're going to get you out on a high. Okay. Where do you see yourself in the business in three years or
1: five years? I, you know, that's a good question. Um, and I don't struggle with it. Um, you know, the, the sigh. you might think like it's a struggle. It's not a struggle. I really enjoy this. I don't, I see my role changing as time goes by, but, um, I really have some good folks working with me. Um, I like what I do. Uh, You know, a lot of times people have a calendar where they're marking the days off to retirement. And if I had a job where I was working for somebody else that would, I'm sure that would be my attitude, but I I really like coming to work. Do I want to necessarily uh, be here bell to bell? No, (laughs) but um, you know, people, it, it, I'm, I'm always so thankful because people put trust in me and they count on my advice and reach out to me for things that may or may not be insurance related. And I enjoy helping people and I enjoy those relationships. So I'm going to work as long as uh, the good Lord bless me. I I enjoy what I do. I appreciate
0: you taking the time out of your day to uh, talk with us and put this out for the public.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks.